All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, sponsored by Brewers Pizza, Orange Park, and Clay County's only brew pub. This is Corey. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Derek. Hey, what's up, guys? It's JK3. Today, we're joined by the guy who blew up last offseason getting tons, or last season and offseason, getting tons of national media attention from places like The Ringer, was literally on ESPN, which is insane, and uh, is basically one of our most famous Jaguars fans on the internet for many reasons, and that is Mike Tishone. Hey, Mike, how are you today? Good, how are you? Good, good. Uh, Mike is the creator and, I like to say, showrunner of the Blake Bortles Facts account on Twitter. Um, so if you guys haven't already checked that out, that is impossible. So I don't even know why I'm asking that question. Uh, but it's at Bortles Facts on Twitter. You can search it and we'll throw it in the podcast description as well. Um, so Mike, uh, just to kind of catch up a little bit, um, you know, you're located in New York. We talked a little bit about that the other day. Um, tell us a little bit about your background as a Jaguars fan, especially since you're way up there in the Northeast. Yeah, well, first, when people hear a Jaguar fan in New York, everybody thinks of New York just as New York City. We're actually like three hours north of the Jets and Giants and about four hours east of Buffalo. So we're kind of right in the middle of the NFL melting pot up here. But I got into the team back in the 96 playoff run, um, you know, not being a big fan of the Bills. And what just got me hooked was that playoff game against the Bills that second season. And, you know, it's been, what, 22 years now. And I've now been lucky enough to see them play in 21 of the sta- 21 of the 31 stadiums now. So. Wow, that's crazy. That's like actually much <laughs> better than me, and I'm actually from Jacksonville. <laughs> I've seen them play in one of one stadium uh, here, so that's that's unfortunate for me, I guess. But um, yeah, that's right. I mean, as far as New York goes, because we like I told you before, we went on a trip to Manhattan earlier this year, and that is basically what I consider to be New York, as you just assume it's like all buildings and, and tall buildings and. Right. Yeah, we're pretty much in the woods, so. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's, you know, kind of leading into my kind of sub question was the fact that, you know, do you get a lot of flack or do you encounter people who are uh, not happy that you're wearing something other than Bills, Jets or Giants attire? Oh, all the time. Um, the one example that comes to mind too, which is kind of funny, but um, the worst, I always tell people the worst stadium that you can see a football game is uh, in Buffalo because... <laughs> The, the, those fans, I mean, I know, I understand that that's all they got, but they're, they're too savage. You know what I'm saying? And I remember we were at that stadium one time, um, you know, and they still have bleachers and the roof's leaking and everything. And we're standing there getting a beer and these people are yelling at us, telling us to go back to Florida, you know? <laughs> so we get that time, you know, people think like they just assume either you're from, from down there or whatever. Um, the worst though is, the past eight or eight to ten months, maybe um, I've been asked several times up here if I'm a bandwagon fan. Oh, you just jumped on the bandwagon just now because they're good, right? <laughs> yeah, you definitely didn't jump on the bandwagon because even when we've been winning, now we're still, you know, still people doubt, you know, the team. But uh, you know, this uh, Bortles Facts account, Mike. Uh, how, how did you? What made you even think to do that? It's it's, it's genius, man. Um, so uh, this was three years ago, and. Uh, I got a friend up here that's just as much of a diehard as I am. And we watch the games every Sunday and it was a combination of two things. The first thing was, uh, especially during those few years with Gus Bradley, I mean, the team was so horrible to watch and the the games just weren't that interesting. And it was kind of like stuff that we (laughs) joke about um, and figured, Hey, why not put it on Twitter? 
Um, <laughs> the second thing too, is we'd always laugh about these stats that would pop up on you're watching an NFL game and a stat will pop up and it'll say, uh, such and such quarterback is, you know, f- uh, 41 and three when there's a minute 53, left. like that's all the stupid <laughs> crap on the graphic. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, we always kind of thought a lot of those were ridiculous. So it's kind of a combination of that too. Um, you know, obviously if you follow the account, you know that it's stuff that it's all fact, but a lot of it's cause it's never happened. <laughs> now, uh, you know, before we, we got going here, I just took a minute to look over the last few tweets. Uh, I haven't been on Twitter in a few days and I just saw that, you know, even, even you got Wendy's to respond to you and then somebody came in with some crap, you know, I'll take a, you know, six piece nugget or interception, whatever over Bortles or something like that. And then of course you you go back delete your account. That's you know, and he doesn't say anything else after that. So you basically end him right there. Like do you get that all the time? Like, yeah, a lot of the pick six jokes, the pick six jokes are bad because I think that's a lot of people that don't really watch the team. Because uh, yeah, those first couple of years he threw I believe eleven of them. Um, but last year he threw one. You know those jokes are kind of stale unless it starts happening again. But you got to shut people down because they're always. Um, they're always sending stuff like that. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw Dan Orlovsky ranked him as the worst quarterback oh. in the AFC South. Who is that guy? He he started seven games for a team that went 0-16. Uh, <laughs> it took him 13 seasons to throw 15 touchdown passes. Yeah, it, it's 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 amazing how the the the, uh, the guys that played a few games in the league now they're coming out and saying he's just absolute trash. And you're like, but you were on the trashiest team of them all. So how could you how could you say anything about it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think what's funny when you put up that the gif of uh, Orlovsky running out the end zone. <laughs> oh, that wasn't me. That was uh, that was a fan. Oh, I was a fan. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It, it, perfect timing then. So, um, I mean, with, with the with the account right now, I mean, with you getting such national media attention, like. Was there really like a turning point with it for when people, you know, really just started looking at it like, oh, man, this this guy's got something or like was it something just that just randomly just blew up out of nowhere? Uh, so I was doing it for about two years. Um, there would be long periods, um, you know, during the 2016 and 2017 off season where I really would go maybe three or four months without even logging into it. Um, it had maybe 3000 followers for that first two years. And then um, I was getting off work one time back in September and um, I'm getting notifications. I'm talking like a hundred followers probably every 10 minutes. And this is, this went on for three days. I have no idea. I'm thinking it had to have been mentioned somewhere who retweeted it. Um, It took three days and 30,000 followers later, I found out that Bill Simmons had hyped it on his podcast, which was pretty cool. Um, and then right from that, I got contacted by the wall street journal and they did a profile on it. And that was back in December and overnight. It went from basically three to 45,000 basically in about <laughs> three or four days. I think it's hilarious that the wall street journal did a piece on it. <laughs> yeah. And it actually, to my surprise, uh, when they did the, when they did the profile on it, the guy tells me, oh, yeah, it'll be online. It'll be online. Um, 
he, it might be in print. Like if it's in print, it'll be in this one edition. So I picked it up and it was on the front page of the sports section. So when it comes to something like that, do they just like send you a DM or email you? Like, so are they just like, Hey, we need you to do this article for uh, the ringer. Like how does that usually work? Yeah. I mean, they approached me for that. Um, the wall street journal one, just kind of taking the angle of, um, you know, Blake's leading the team that's surprising everybody and on their way to the playoffs and kind of the account playing a part in it, which it didn't. Um, it just so happened to, I guess, gain a following during that time. But Yeah, so do you have like an agent that handles these requests now or what? No, I just um, – I have just the email set up on the Twitter profile. Um, that's about it. But uh, most of these two – I. I find from people just sending to me, um, for example, that, uh, they had it on sports center about a week and a half ago. And I think it was the late night sports center with Kenny main. And he did a segment on it in most of these. I don't even see unless people send them to me. <laughs> so that one, I didn't know about until the more I wake up the next morning. I have about 30 mentions from people with the screenshot. And luckily I was able to contact ESPN and they sent me the clip of it. But I mean, most of these, I don't even, have the chance to see yeah that's funny you even say that you contacted espn i feel like i have no cool stuff going on that is in comparison to this whatsoever i mean derek jk3 have you had like any interaction with the media reaching out to you at any point in your life about something cool i mean i don't know about you my my agent handles all that so (laughs) 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 okay yeah i don't think i have i mean i've had like uh different accounts respond to me like you know, I, I one time tweeted about like a good Taco Bell customer service experience and they wrote me back and that was pretty cool. But uh, that's about it, I think. Um, so we talked about the media. We talked about um, kind of the way it's developed over time. What about like the interaction with the with the team or the players? Because I know one thing that we've kind of put focus on in our account that I thought was pretty cool was uh, the fundraising effort that you were doing for Blake Bortles Foundation. So, you know, what I guess has the account enabled you um, to, to sort of interact with the team or the players at all? And what does that look like uh, since you kind of blew well, up? Well, it's one thing that's been cool is, um, again, I still, to me, am just a fan with a Twitter account. And it's still cool to me when I get people like Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter um, tagging me in a tweet about Blake Bortles. Like, that's always pretty cool. Um, as far as the, the Jaguars go, um, there's been no interaction with them whatsoever i haven't heard anything from them um there are a couple players around the league though that do not play in the jags one plays in the division um they sometimes will dm me ones that them and their friends think of which i still think is hilarious Uh, (laughs) um and then with the really so you said another player in the division in within the afc south yeah i I don't want to give a name but uh there's somebody that frequently will dm me I'd say every couple of weeks with one or two that them and their friends come up with. And, uh, I do use them. Um, but that's been cool. And then, uh, as far as the foundation goes, um, that was an idea that I had a couple months ago. This has actually been in the works since January and we got it going about a month ago when we did the fundraiser. And it's just kind of a way to give back. Um, the account right now is reaching about 36 million people a month since January. Wow. And I thought that it was Jeez. a really cool way to give back. And 
Um, I perhaps, I mean, the, it ended about a week ago. We unfortunately didn't hit our goal, but we did raise $805, which I think is pretty great. Um, I may have set it a little too high. Um, but that's not, I mean, our efforts with that are going to continue because, uh, we have a website that's going to be launching here shortly within the next week. It's going to be borrelsfacts.com and we're going to have donation links on the website, um, where people can keep donating. And then we're also going to be doing more t-shirts with a proceed of each shirt going to the foundation. Okay, so they've really kind of like embraced it, in other words. So he's because I know Blake just from the interviews we've seen with them and just how we know him in general. I mean, he doesn't take himself too seriously. So obviously, they've sort of embraced it and are, are kind of working with you to a certain degree. Yeah, no, they've been really great to work with. They're, uh, I mean, they've been great to work with the last month. Um, they've been great to helping them get me uh, set this donation link up for me for the website and. You know, hopefully we keep it going and it doesn't stop at the 805 bucks because I want to make this a thing that we try to do constantly pushing it. So, yeah, I will PayPal you $20 right now to reveal the AFC South. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> 20 bucks. I mean, you know, I'll get back to you on it. But uh, yeah, right. he can't get 20 bucks isn't worth premium content, Corey. We got to come up with something better. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry. So, so Mike, uh, what is your favorite fact out of all the ones you have posted on, on Twitter? What is your favorite one? Uh, it's got to be the one that started the account. It was the very first one about uh, Blake Bortles and Tom Brady have combined for five Super Bowls, four NFL MVPs, 13 Pro Bowls, and two uh, Offensive Player of the Year awards. <laughs> yeah it's true i mean it is he true had, i mean there's no doubt uh now. i forget the exact number offhand but since the year 2000 there have been about 235 quarterbacks drafted blake Bortles is the only one to beat the bills in the playoffs <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> it is true I, let me just really quick let me just interject really quick in our in our uh, rhythm how much research do you put into the tweets? You know what I mean? Like, are you like, I just don't see how you find the time to come up with some of these things. I mean, I know some of them are obvious, but some of these are pretty creative too. All right. So <laughs> this always drives me a little crazy. So the ones that um, have no research whatsoever, uh, those always seem to do really well and spread like wildfire. But then the ones like yesterday about Dan Orlowski, like I actually did spend like, 15 minutes on Google trying to <laughs> like fact check all of it. And then nobody cares <laughs> when it goes out. So, <laughs> okay. So gotcha. So, um, I mean with, with the account and with as much hate as Blake gets, I know that this account has to get probably maybe four or five times as much as he does. Um, how often do you get, you know, a lot of hate in your DMS or your timeline? And, you know, I know, well, we see the timeline, but, you know, do you have like fans that really go that extra mile to really try to get into the DMs and you know get under your skin? Uh, I'm I'm saying this and not BSing it at all, but I noticed that a lot of the I'd say a good majority of the fans that send the stupid pick six jokes, they're all angry Bills fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, either them or the Patriots. Um, other than that, honestly. Uh, Going back to, I'd say, around like the Seattle game last year when they were really making the playoff push, um, it's, since then, it's been the majority of people that basically say, like, I'm not a Jaguar fan, but I love Blake Bortles now because of this account. 
Um, and then during the playoffs, <laughs> what I thought was cool was there were dozens of mentions every day during the playoffs about how, you know, my team's not in it, but I'm only rooting for the Jags because I want to see this account keep going. And I love Blake <laughs> Bortles now. So, Yeah, that's cool. I think my favorite part of the account is the avatar that you picked for it. <laughs> yeah, I had a, um, I don't know if you saw it, but I had the photo up, the avatar of the uh, Blake throwing the ball in Pittsburgh with the flames coming off of it. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got an yeah, angry no, email from the person, I guess, who took that picture. <laughs> so that one had to get taken down. But the, yeah, the face or the Twitter avatar stays. That's, I can't ever change that. Yeah, no, we were joking before we had you on. You, you have the one pen tweet with like the t-shirt and everything. Yeah. It's just hilarious. Um, and so, Mike, just to kind of wrap up, I think uh, you'd kind of mentioned right uh, beforehand that you had uh, kind of an announcement coming up here for the Bortles Facts account, uh, maybe even a, a website and whatnot, but a specific announcement that was pretty interesting. Do you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we just finalized it today. Um, we're going to be doing something really cool with FanDuel.com uh, closer to the season for week one. And basically anybody that's familiar with or not familiar with FanDuel, it's the daily fantasy sports. You pick your lineup and they want to run a contest with Bortles Facts where the kicker is that you can enter, but Blake Bortles has to be your quarterback. You can pick any lineup after that. So I guess we could call it the Blake Bortles Invitational. Um, <laughs> that'll be happening. For, that'll be happening for week one. So we're really excited about that. So as the season gets closer, um, you'll see a lot more of that on the account and on the website that we're doing. Yeah, I think the FanDuel partnership is is the epitome, maybe even more so than ESPN. That's the you have arrived moment, possibly. Uh, I'm excited about because that's a I've used that website myself for three or four years now. So, um, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. You didn't get paid extra to say that last part, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. I haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um all right, well we'll kind of wrap it there. Again, I'll put uh you know links to everything in the podcast description. I mean, there's no way literally that anybody who's listening to this podcast hasn't heard of the the Bortles Facts account. But just in case if we cuz we do have some international folks uh who listen, especially um over in the UK uh, that we've gotten to know a little bit. Maybe it didn't blow up as much there. Who knows? But uh, we'll throw those links in there, um, along with your personal account, of course, the at Bortles Facts account. Um, and a couple of the articles I found, especially the one in The Ringer, I really like that one too. Um, so, Mike, again, uh, thanks for joining the podcast. We appreciate you being on. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Mike. And again, if you guys are on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave us a five-star review on there, we'd really appreciate it. We jumped over 100 uh, a couple weeks ago, and that means a ton, so we really appreciate that. And if you have any feedback, just send us a tweet at downbythebank or a DM um, and at downbythebank at gmail.com. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time.